Hi, I'm Bella Hilton, and you're listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. This podcast explores the power of the mind, the mind-body connection, and other supportive mindset techniques to help you to not only cope on this journey, but to thrive. In each episode, we'll do a deep dive into a different topic to explore the things that can support you in being more fertile, conceiving your baby, and make a huge difference to your life. You are powerful, and you have dreams. And when you get your mind on board with your deepest desires, well, miracles happen. Hey everyone, Bella Hilton here. Just a short interlude before we get started today to let you know that I'm running a 100% free meditation and visualization retreat starting November 16th. That's next Monday. Just follow the link on the page you're on or go to studiofertility.com and then find the retreat invite by scrolling down to the first pink box with the balloons and enter your details to save your seat, and be part of an incredible week. Let's face it, 2020 has been a total shit show, and we all need a little pampering right now. This will be five days of specifically designed fertility meditations, visualizations, and hypnosis, plus some of my secret amazing tools to really give you the support you need right now. Plus, I'll teach you why to use each one. Each day will include a short video and meditation, visualization, or hypnosis for you to enjoy, and they're all ones that I use with my clients. Remember, it starts November 16, 2020, which is next Monday. So if you want to be part of this can't-miss event, save your seat now. Now, back to regular programming. Hey everyone, I'm Bella Hilton host of The Miracles Happen, Discovering the Power of Your Mind and Emotions on the Journey to Conceiving Your Baby podcast. And today I have a special one lined up for you that is actually really close to my heart. Because what I've found with fertility challenges is they echo for some time and the echoes can be long-reaching. And I just wanted to acknowledge that today. And I can only describe often this feeling as a feeling of failure. It's something that a lot of people don't understand, how all pervasive this feeling can be, because as positive as the most positive person can be who also has fertility challenges, there are always those moments when we say, why me? And while we know, we so know going down that sinkhole is not productive, we do it anyway, because we're angry you know, why the fuck wasn't me? You know, because even though infertility is becoming more prevalent in society, either one in eight or one in six or one in four for something the other day, the odds are actually in your favor to not have fertility challenges. So why the fuck wasn't me? This is what we ask ourselves a lot in those moments where we just can't understand it anymore. What makes me so unlucky? I'm a good person and I'll be great and a loving mother compared to some people I've seen, right? 
And it's not uncommon for many women who are experiencing challenges to feel like a complete failure and feel either completely despondent about it, sitting on the couch very depressed, or to feel really angry about it, depending on what mood they're in that day, right? And even though playing the victim is not what anyone wants to do, the opposite side of the coin of being proactive and measured and logical and rational can just seem like a damn stretch at times. Sometimes being that person who is detached and reasoned is just exhausting. And there are many reasons why women feel like a failure on this journey. They might feel like they have failed their husband. They might feel like they don't fit in with their friends anymore, who now all have multiple kids that they complain about, right? They might feel like their bodies have failed them or their body is a failure despite all their best efforts to radically, you know, change their diet, take all the supplements, do all the detoxes, change their makeup, household products and showerheads so they don't become a toxic wasteland. And they see no results for their torturous efforts. They might feel like a failure because they don't know how to be happy without a baby in their arms. They might feel like a failure because society seems designed for couples with kids. We sure hear about it at, you know, Christmas parties and the minute we get married, you know, when are you going to have kids, right? We're designed that way as a society. They might feel like a failure because everywhere they go, they're reminded of what they don't have. They might feel like a failure because they don't know what meaning the rest of their life will have without kids because it's not something they contemplated. And I think that's a big one. And they feel like a failure because they're thinking and feeling that way because they don't want to think and feel that way. With secondary infertility, you might feel like a failure because you cannot give your child a sibling to play with and grow up with. You might feel like a failure because your family just doesn't feel complete. And even though you have a child and you know you should be grateful and you are grateful, you just can't let it go. Ladies, what I want to say to you today is that all the pain you're feeling is real and pushing it down and not dealing with it is more toxic than your favorite foundation. We can't just keep pushing forward and pushing this down like it doesn't matter. Fertility challenges aren't easy and that's why I do what I do because there are so many layers to having fertility challenges and it's not a one-size-fits-all in how we experience it either. And there are a lot of sucky parts to navigate and women, women like you need real help from someone who does get it, someone who knows at any moment all the stuff you thought you had worked through raises its ugly head once again with a vengeance. That's that saying that you are not a failure and logicking your way through this, that is no one's fault, is not going to take away that feeling that you feel so deeply. Because we know we aren't failures. We know we are strong, capable women who can deal with enormous amounts of crap. But sometimes, oh, just sometimes, we just don't want to or we just can't. And we need to honour our inner deepest feelings and listen to them so that they don't destroy us. And it's only when we truly embrace these feelings and these thoughts that we can seek to do anything about it anyway 
and switch the narrative, rewrite the story and the heartache. And that might change your actual story, but it might just rewrite how you go on to experience life in a more healthy way, right? And I say healthy because it doesn't feel good to be where you are right now. It doesn't feel healthy to your body, even though it's perfectly okay. Now, the far reaches of fertility challenges can get us when we least expect it. I know for me that despite having a beautiful son, there are often things that come up that might still need to be grieved. Why I set women up to be extremely robust, emotionally resilient, and learn ways to deal with challenges that encompasses their thoughts and emotions and body to experience their worlds differently and ask themselves better questions is mostly because it helps change their story to one of successfully holding a baby in their arms, but also because life happens. Just because you have a baby, life doesn't stop. Like the other day, I was having a discussion with one of my clients about grieving those moments you will likely never experience whether or not you're successful on this journey. You know, like accidentally getting pregnant, like you're surprised by it, I mean. You know, those visions you had growing up where you probably thought you were happily married and not protecting against pregnancy but not trying and one day you throw up or feel a bit off and suddenly you find out you're pregnant and all the fireworks go off. You know, that that story in your head, that vision, like the movie, say it will happen, right? But I kid you not when I say that for many women experiencing challenges, this is something that they daydream about a lot and often have to grieve, even when they have a child. As strong and as resilient as they are, they really want to just let go for it all not to matter so much. To not grieve every Mother's Day or Father's Day, to just fit in with what society says will happen. You know, like how easy we were taught it was to get pregnant in sex ed class. <laughs> That's a bit of a joke. We have all dreamed about just relaxing and it happening. Like you sometimes hear about going, people going on holidays to get away from it all and it happens, right? We all secretly hope that this will be us. And the trouble is, with the ladies I know I'm talking to here, you may be shocked when you eventually fall pregnant, but it certainly won't be a surprise because you crafted this happening with the precision of threading a tiny needle with a thread, right? It's intentional. And sometimes we just need to grieve the path that we actually have to take. The endless appointments, the, specu- the speculation about what it is, that's holding us back, you know, totally medicalizing something that is supposed to be so natural and beautiful, maybe having to do IUI or IVF and not being able to conceive naturally, grieving, having to have been so strong for so long. Sometimes we need to let go and it's okay if you have a baby and those moments of grief still come up and need to be dealt with. It's okay if you feel like you need to grieve because you did IVF instead of getting pregnant naturally. And I think the last far-reaching effects of fertility challenges, or the last one I'll talk about today, is one that isn't often talked about. 
especially among the women or couples who are experiencing primary infertility, but definitely hits home with women or couples who are experiencing secondary infertility, is that sometimes we also have to grieve and learn to accept that we won't have as many children as we had originally wanted. And this might be because getting one was tough enough, even though you always wanted and saw yourself with four. Or maybe you just can't afford to continue with IVF procedures or the measures that assist you to get pregnant. Maybe it's because it took you so long to figure out what you needed to do to get pregnant that you just ran out of time for more. And I'm talking about my ladies in the mid to late 40s here. Or because we met our guy so late in life that it just proved too difficult. Or because your partner just refuses to entertain any more of the treatment and heartache you already have been through for years. So for any of those ladies that resonate with this today, I just want to say that I see you and I hear you and I feel you. And you honor your feelings and you grieve when you need to. My husband always says, if you don't cry when you need to, your head will explode. And I think that's a good message to to live by. But also make sure that you do get the support that you need. Identifying these feelings and the need to grieve your story is an opportunity to do just that, to grieve it, to change how you continue to experience your life, to come out the other side of this stronger. Because to end on a positive note, I want to say, fuck all of this. Because nothing is impossible. My clients know I'll be there when you need to grieve. I'll be there when you have a win. I'll be there just to say hi. And I'll be there to make sure that despite those moments when you feel down and want to say, why me? Which are totally valid, that I'm also going to be there to make sure you fucking believe in yourself so much that you don't know how to stay down for long because it's just not natural for you to do anymore. And I really hope if you just listen to my podcast that you get that from here too, from me now. Ladies, stay strong or feel however you need to feel. But I see you and you have my heart. Big love today and remember miracles happen and I'll see you next time. And remember, if you are struggling please sign up for my free uh, um, visualization and meditation retreat. We're going to do some fantastic things, meditation, visualization, hypnosis, some other of my secret amazing tools which really make a difference. And then uh, we're going to have a grand finale that brings it all home. So make sure you sign up for that. It starts Monday the 16th of uh, November 2020. Get the pampering that you need right now. um, And I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. If you like the show and you want to check out more podcasts, just head to studiofertility.com slash podcasts, or you can leave us a review. When it comes to conceiving your baby, we're going to leave no stone unturned. So join me next time where you will get more insider knowledge that currently only my clients have access to. And let's get your dreams back on track.